Today is Harvest Sunday and all of our non-perishable goods and some people are making donations and part of our offering today will be going to the Peter McVeary Trust for homeless uh, people and people affected by homelessness. And so the children uh, have been collecting and gathering uh, various non-perishable items and after the service they'll be going to the Peter McVeary Trust. So thank you for your generosity. I want to speak very, really quickly uh, before we go back into some more singing. I've been reflecting very recently, and today was a very important part of that reflection of the importance of symbols and the importance of logos and signs that express uh, the world around us. And we are constantly surrounded by billboards and constantly surrounded by images that speak of what this world is about, including the companies which are really important in the world that we find ourselves in. And so logos and symbols, they really stand for something, and when we see them, we automatically have a response. Here are some of my favorite uh, logos. What's this one? What is it? Pizza, yeah. When I see that, I think of me and Ethan, Ethan last night watching the Leinster versus Munster game. Go Leinster! And eating massive amounts of pizza as we had a pint in the local pub. Next, what's this? That thing reminds me of how fit I am. <laughs> and this one? This is a harder one. Does anyone know what this one? CND, the Campaign for Nuclear Disarmament. If you were born after 1990, you've probably never heard of this, but this was a very important logo around the campaign for nuclear disarmament. Next, this one. Worldwide, yes, the panda, which was nearly in extinction. So when we see these symbols, uh, we are reminded of very important things in our world around us, and they speak and they call us into action and response. Well, the kingdom of God, and there's a slide for this, Hannah, the kingdom of God is both a present reality and a future certainty. It's revealed by the Holy Spirit only through the life and ministry of Jesus. And Jesus explained its meaning and activity through stories and symbols that represent key traits of what it means to be part of it. So like he talks about leadership as a shepherd, not lording it over people, but leading through grace to fresh pasture. Or the idea of a farmer, an organic nature of the Christian faith, which isn't linear, but often and mostly organic. And in our reading today, and tying in to the baptism, our gospel reading is from Mark chapter 10. And he talks about this image in the kingdom of God, which I think is best expressed in this picture. It is a picture of a father catching a child on Dunleary Pier. You know in Dunleary where you have these gaps on the walls and my kids love to run across the walls and jump uh, the gaps? And at the end, this was a picture I got of a, a father catching a child into his arms. And the image and symbol of the kingdom of God, which speaks of what our posture should be, most prominently made by Jesus when talking of the kingdom of God was that of a child. 
In our reading today in Mark 10, 13 to 16, it says, people were bringing little children to Jesus in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He was angry and said to them, let the little children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. It is for such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom like we did with Isabella today, the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them in his arms like we did Isabella. He laid hands on them and he blessed them. And that's what we did today, didn't we? Amen. And that is such an important symbol and image of the kingdom of God that our posture should be like a child, but most of us here are adults. But we were all children once. We all came like Isabella from that point of being young and needing a care and affection and attention. So why does Jesus say a child is one of the most important images in the kingdom of God and what our posture should be? A child is innocent. A child is trusting. A child believes without complication. A child has not had time to allow the preoccupied notions of the world to form his or her decision-making process. A child receives with joy, forgetting herself or himself with light-hearted abandonment. A child is humble. A child is content in the little things. A child has the faith to move mountains. And another one, a child can keep you up all night when they're not sleeping. <laughs> But a child is all of these attributes. And I think they can be summed up in two key attributes as we go back into worship, which as adults we often forget. And Jesus reminds us in a very succinct way of the importance of these two attributes. The first is that we are called to be dependent on God. And that's a hard thing to grasp and a hard thing to understand when we have so much and we are the controllers of our own destiny. But I remember this. When Ethan was born, he's 13, 14, the next birthday. It was a really long labor. Do you remember that, love? Yeah. <laughs> and I was getting coffees and I was texting people and I was, you know, on Facebook. It was a really long labor, and he was born. And I remember it was, wasn't quite touch and go, but there was a few things that were, were, um, were happening. And anyway, he was born safely. And I remember the person who helped Dillis, who was amazing, uh, deliver Ethan. I, I took him, and I cut the umbilical cord perfectly. He's got an innie now, not an outie, because of me. I cut it perfectly. And... Then the, it was actually a mid-husband, not a mid-wife. That's another story. The mid-husband, um, he, he basically, he just passed me, or passed Ethan to me, and said, he's yours, take him. And I was like, okay, this is getting very real now. And he just looked up at me. And there was a real connection. And I remember him saying, the mid-husband saying, he will depend on you for so much over the next few years. 
so I just passed him over to Dillis. <laughs> but that dependency, that childlike state, we forget. And Jesus is not just talking to children, he's talking to adults. He's saying, come back into my arms. And church and culture and work, we can forget that. But there's a reminder today of like, I hold you as a child. I see you as my child in whom I'm well pleased. And then secondly, dependency is first. And secondly and lastly, before we go back into worship, is childlike faith. And this is really important for adults in particular. We can be the masters of our own destiny. We, we can control our lives. And a lot of that is good. We have jobs. We work. We earn. We, we have been given free will to exercise. And that's important. But sometimes you just need childlike faith. A time or times in life when you just say, I don't understand. I don't know what's happening, but I trust you, and you hold me, and each one of us has to go back to that place again and again and again. And I can remember one particular story. I used to look after children who were affected with HIV AIDS in the flats in Dublin, and their parents were dead, and we used to look after them every week, just take them for walks, bring them out to the park. And I remember one particular time I was out in the park with this one young man, about seven, and he knew I was a Christian, and this was a Christian organization called Grandmas, which facilitated this, and he loved playing football. And we were over in St. Anne's Park on the north side, and I remember one time he kicked the ball right up into these rhododendron, like lashed it in, and I was like, oh, the ball's lost, that's it. So I went over, and I couldn't see the ball anywhere, and I just said, let's say we call him Jim, I said, Jim, that, that ball is, it's gone. And he said to me, where's your faith? <laughs> and he said, let's say a little prayer. And so I was like, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so I just went, Lord, and I was going, if this doesn't work, how am I going to explain to him? And I said, I said, Lord, we want this ball back because we love playing with you. And no joking, the ball dropped out of the tree right in front of us. Now, I had my brother up in the tree, especially for this. No. <laughs> but it did, it fell. The wind blew and there was just a moment it fell down. And I just was reminded of that story of childlike faith, just coming and asking God, which can go against our intellect, can go against our culture, can go against everything that surrounds us. But the message of this and the baptism today is always be willing and open to come back into the arms of God, to depend on Him and to have childlike faith and know how much He loves you deeply. So we're going to go back into worship and we're going to have some prayers after the worship. But this song, either the first or the second, is about being a child of God. And for those who are visiting, our worship is different to maybe what you're normally used to, but we just invite you in to sing and worship and experience God's Spirit. And for the rest of us together as community, let's come with the posture of a child. Amen? Let's come with this sense of, abandonment and being held
by our Father in worship. So let's stand and let's, uh, let's, let me pray. Father, we are no longer slaves to fear, even though the world would want us to feel that way. We thank you for Isabella. We thank you for Brian and Louisa. And God, will you please pour out your spirit and remind us that we are children of God, dependent and faithful. And may your spirit fall in Jesus' name.